Have you ever dreamed of a life designed by you, not for you? A life where you hold the reins of your financial future. At Become an Investor, we believe in you and your unique potential. We're a community of like-minded individuals all walking the path towards financial independence. We understand that success is crafted in the face of adversity. It's in these testing times that we discover our resilience, our determination, and our discipline. That's why we're inviting you to learn more about becoming an investor. It's not just about learning the ins and outs of real estate investing. It's about empowering you to take control of your financial future. We'll provide the tools, but the choice to act, to persevere, and to succeed is yours. Join us and start your journey towards living life by design. Together, we'll turn aspiration into reality and empowerment into success. Learn more at becomeaninvestor.com. To another episode of Live Life by Design, brought to you by Become an Investor. Right on. Well, hey, you know what? We got uh, most of the crew here today. We got good old Daniela Magnani sitting to my right. What's up, guys? Hey, hey. And then we got uh, Mr. Wicho Medina. What's up, guys? How's it going? Good. And then we got a, a special guest, my son, Stephen Jr. <laughs> Right on, man. Right on. Welcome. Welcome, Campos Jr. Welcome back for the eighth time. Yeah, there you go. You can count. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I said he's going to have to pay us to be on the next one, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 30 bucks. So here we go, guys. So we're going to talk a little bit about uh, real estate investing and real estate investor ID. But as always, before we get started, we want to give you one of our favorite quotes for the day. There you go. And our quote today says, if you really have your own identity, you keep on doing what you think it's really right for you. And you also understand the next step you want to take it. Helmut Lang. Helmut Lang. Helmut Lang. I'm so good. (laughs) (laughs) Helmut Lang seems like a very wise man, huh? Yeah. I believe he is. Once you understand where you're going, you always know the next step. It gets clear. It's like a cloud day, and then it's not cloud anymore. All the fog is gone. Yeah. <laughs> and and even though, you know, even though sometimes you can be stepping into fog, right, or, or denser fog, I guess you won't find out if you just stay in the same place. That's true. Right. So for the good or for the bad, movement is always a good thing. Action over perfection. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you look at life, you could be moving towards something or you have to move away from something. But it's the the word move is always in the equation. If you're stuck and you stay stagnant in the same spot, then most likely you're going to get the same results. Which are none. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because if you're not, and at the end of the day, if you're not moving, to your point, towards something or away from something, then you grow the weeds, right? That we always talk about that you don't want to have yeah. on your feet. Yeah, yeah, it's true. You know, you, you, can, you can grow those roots and they can embed you into that very ground you stand on forever and ever and ever. But here's the thing. With that, that's comfort for some people. It is. You know what I mean? And that's what we talk about here on the podcast all the time is you got to find ways to become uncomfortable in order for you to grow. Yeah. Right. So that's, that's a very good quote. Awesome. I like that too. Well, it talks about your identity, right? And of course on this field, everybody needs to know what suits them better every single day, Mm -hmm. because if you are not comfortable making your living with certain circumstance or dealing with certain circumstance, I probably that's not your identity. You're just going right. to the wrong way. So, right. right. And I mean, real estate that it's very common. Some people doesn't even like to be on calls, you know, very and th- that gets them stuck just like on the, on the first beginning. I mean, can you imagine that? I, if I was going to let myself get stuck just on the start, 
was the cow just because I don't have an accent and people always understand me, you know. <laughs> that was going to stop me right there. It's not my identity to be, you know, doing 100,000 cows, but if I have to, you have to. After You're every doing. storm, yeah. you know, it, it comes the calm, but right. it, it it's what's going to take you to your next step. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, and finding that one... That is the trick. The it, it is a trick. And, and you know, the, so, some of the trick is, do you seek to position yourself in that uncomfortable space? Or are you forced by others to go into that uncomfortable space? Both of them are going to bring change, right? But do you have the initiative to seek the change? Or do you have to be put on the spot to wait for the change? See, that's, I think... I, circumstantial right in my in my case my circumstances put me in the position to actually have to do these things that i started doing um because when i became a real estate investor is because initially i mean i wanted to do it but i had lost you know covid hit i lost my job and 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 like i you know I've, i've told the story before and i told my family hey you know what i'm gonna start a new career but if i didn't lose my job i probably wouldn't have done it Maybe I would have, maybe I would have, but I I don't think I'd be as, I don't even know. I mean, because of circumstance, it's kind of hard to tell, right? But that circumstance pushed me into it, and then any uncomfort that came along, or discomfort, I should say, just made me do what I needed to do, you know? So to me, I I think sometimes it depends on a circumstance, because it's always going to, I think that's always what's going to drive somebody to do something that makes them uncomfortable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But to just go out and do it. I, yeah, I think people will do it. You know what I mean? But I think we're we're just joking around before we started the podcast, right? We're talking about getting your PhD, right? Mm-hmm. What was it? You got to be poor, hungry, and and, and dedicated, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that's where people have to hit that. Sometimes you have to hit that bottom in order for you to knock back, get yourself back up. And then all those other things come along with it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, why though? Human nature, man. Human nature, comfort. Sometimes situa- it situations change too. Life moves in in points that you don't see. You know, I mean, everybody. I also told my story before. I was comfortable with the life I had before. Then I move away from, from, you know, separating and being a mom. You put yourself in a position where. You have to move, right? You need to uh, become somewhat somebody else and pro to have a, a, a different outcome. Come, you know, outcome on your life. D- different things coming to you, so you can provide for your own family. It's circumstantial. Circumstantial. I mean, you know what I mean. It's not why I was lazy before. I was comfortable. I mean, I didn't have to work. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I get that. Yeah, but wow. But even even going to school, right, and in in college and and trying to further your education, a lot of kids do it because you know they think it's going to bring them more money, right, over the guy who doesn't go to school. And maybe thirty, forty years ago, that was the case. Now it just doesn't really doesn't matter. You know what I mean? But. I don't know. I, I just think sometimes it, it it takes a circumstance because think about how many people you talk to and, and what do we talk to people about as far as properties are concerned, mm-hmm. right? There's times people, are, you know, their houses run down and everything else, but they're okay with their payments. Yeah. So they're not in a circumstance to have to sell their home. Right. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think circumstance is always the driver of pushing people to do something that's going to make them uncomfortable. Yeah. Yes. And also sometimes they there is people out there they have high profiles but they are used to you know being a corporate they they have a very well pay but I mean a paycheck on the end of the month but they still don't know how to invest that money. It's so interest because they might be you know putting and they're not doing anything wrong but they might 
be doing uh, things for retirement and 401k and things like that, what it's a regular thing to do, right? It's normal. Everybody wants to the think norm, about yeah. the Yeah, it's, uh, everybody wants to think about the future. But until they get in a position or on a situation that they just look, you know, you never know, like health, right? You never know if you're going to need that money in 30 years or if you need to check that, you know, that box right now, mm -hmm. 30 years before. And what they didn't do was starting investing in, in other parts like real estate. They don't really have that passive income mm -hmm. coming and they haven't been through a situation that made them look on that way. So they didn't change. And some people change after they their 50s or, you know, late on the 60s. It's never late to start, right? So, right. I, I mean, I think circumstance and not having that um, that identity like uh, the, the challenge or, you know, having that fire uh, on, on their soul, like, you know, uh, investing, it's dangerous. And it, people might like to... Uh, invest on that calm side. How do you say that? Not calm side. They want. They might invest in something that it's uh, it's it's there. They can see. They can see the result. And some people doesn't like the real estate because it's a uh, uh, it's a no, right? One day it's it's good. The other day have a crash and everything. It's a it's a crash and then it's dangerous. And people doesn't want to deal with that. And that take a little bit from them. They want to find the stability. In real estate, it's, it's stable, but sometimes if you don't know what you're doing, you might cross with bad deals, right? Like bad income or capital rate or stuff like that, that it's going to mess with their head. So totally. it, sounds like, it sounds like it goes back to comfort. Like you said, like they don't know what they're going to get out of real estate, but something else where they could see the numbers every day, they could see what their money's doing. They're comfortable with that because they know exactly what's happening. Real estate, you don't know the deal's good or bad. You could think the deal's good and then it isn't. They're not comfortable with taking the risk yet and growing their identity to being a risk taker. They'd rather sit back and just be comfortable. This is what my money's doing. It's there, it's this, that. Yeah, it might not, it's not going to be as, how do I put it? You might not get as much money as something like real estate, but there's no risk involved, basically. But I, what you're saying, I I agree and I disagree. Why? I think people don't jump into real estate and, and kind of take that, that, that <laughs> zone that Danielle is talking about with the 401k and doing that investing because they just don't know. They're scared because of what you just said, right? Yeah. Of the unknown of oh am i gonna make a bad deal you know mm -hmm. but now i'm gonna plug us and say but if you come join us or become an investor you'll learn what's a good deal and what's a bad deal yeah, you you're, know you're you're going to learn how to access exactly and, and find yourself profitable deals so just want to put that out there yeah <laughs> agree. agree right so Weecher looks like he's in deep thought, and I'm afraid of what he's going to say now. Because he's just going to blow up, man. He's going he's gonna to throw it. No. <laughs> no, I, I just I just keep thinking, you know, in, in like your answer, it's circumstantial. I don't, everybody's wired differently. Yes. You know? I mean, so you're either active or you're proactive, right? And I, I keep thinking, like, man, I... I don't let, I'm not exempt from circumstances, right? Just like everybody in the room. But I'm not, I don't know. I, I find it, I find it rather, I don't connect with it because I'm, I don't let for circumstance to push me to decide. You know, I, I like being proactive. I like, um, I like looking into the future and the, the, the negative and the positive of any potential outcome. But I like to position myself ahead of myself so I can at least get a sense of where I'm going, right? So if, if you react, you act or react, 
if you react to the circumstances, then in essence, there's really no control over what you're doing. Everything that you're doing is pretty much laying on somebody else's decision table. And I hate that. I agree with you. You know? Yeah. It, so, it, it, and it goes back to this. Are you into the circumstance because you haven't found the the identity that you should possibly or probably have to better polish uh, your journey moving forward and not fall into certain circumstances? Like, you know, a lot of people don't engage into real estate investing because of what Danny said, you know, the deal or no deal. But at the same time, they have not given themselves the opportunity or out there actually, as a matter of fact, out there in the industry, I don't think there's anybody helping you identify uh, what your investor ID could be so you cannot make it so circumstantial. Does that make sense? You know, if if you're more proactive instead of reactive in your investing business, then you should be able to monetize your moves in every deal that you engage in. Right. Instead of waiting for it to blow up and then figure out that you didn't make any money. You know? Yep. Because every deal can go south At over time. one conversation. <laughs> yep. Right? Especially nowadays when people rather would rather text and there's no context in texting. And if you read the message under certain type of pressure at that given moment, when you get the message, you might misread the context of the message. And then you might feel like, Oh shit, we're not connecting anymore. When it might've been the complete opposite. Right? So like in today's world, everybody's so sensitive and everybody's so defensive at the same time that I don't think they give themselves the opportunity to identify what they're better at. I don't think people give themselves the opportunity to identify what the best version of themselves is. Therefore, they will forever fall into circumstantial scenarios. Because of the comfort. And that's exactly why... Or the fear, right? Yeah, but I, but I think it's both, right? Because if you're comfortable, you're not scared. Think about that you, for yeah. a second. If you're comfortable, you're not really scared because you know what tomorrow is. You know what yesterday was. You know what tomorrow's going to be. You know what the next day is going to be. Right. What the, um, you know, this is what I was. I was just kind of taking a note here. We all know Jim Rohn, right? Jim Rohn, great speaker, great motivator. But he says he talks about this. He says, think about this. You know. You have a heart attack and then you read the book about having heart attacks. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's for whatever reason, that's how people are wired. And I agree with you. Not everybody's wired the same way or you know what? They change. Right. Because now I, I want, I don't want to say I was a reactor, but I was when I got into this business. Um, but because of the education of myself, the things that I've learned and wanting to be the best version of myself you can't wait around for anybody or for something to happen, no way. you know, to decide, oh, yeah, now I got to do this. No, because, again, it's that whole thing. You got to get comfortable being uncomfortable. You got to get used to it. In fact, I mean, even doing this when we first started the podcast stuff, I mean, think about how, how uncomfortable we all were at first. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, but it was... Very comfortable is the mic close. <laughs> <laughs> but it's growth and people have to, but, but that uncomfort, if we would have let that get to us, we would have never been where we're at now with this podcast. Right. Right. And so, you know, for you listeners out there, you know, don't wait, you know, the kind of Jim Rohn says, don't wait for that heart attack. You know what I mean? Get out there and do something to better yourself now before it's too late. Right. Just my two cents. <laughs> yeah, I I just believe some people doesn't have the eye of investing, and they might have you know a beautiful future was nice retirement accounts, and but they never look on real estate because they didn't know how to recognize what would be a nice part for them to be maybe they just need to be a lender and they didn't know how to 
put the money to work for them. Maybe they just would buy, what, five units or 12 units, Airbnb, but they don't know how to manage those properties. Mm -hmm. But they, they might even be good on that. They just don't know. And that identity as an investor is the most important one because if you are really not good managing, you know, or talking to people who should not be doing that, you know, maybe right. you just might be good with numbers and you just put yourself as a lender and because you are good with the numbers, right? right. So right. there is way too many areas in real estate that you can grow your identity as an investor and it can be very profitable to yourself you know right. and some people just don't see that that's what i think yeah well i think a lot of not. people get caught up with the the whole mix of of genres in real estate investing foreclosures vacant properties wholesales airbnb la 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 this right. and that right and and that is so it, it it's so confusing that they they fail to perfect or master a skill or a craft, right? Like to your to your note, I'm the worst landlord you could have. I hate <laughs> being a landlord. Right? I have a management company. <laughs> I, I mean, I love having properties, but I hate being a landlord. Therefore, I won't manage my properties, right? I mean... Sometimes some of the little tiniest things, because I'm very hands-on, um, if anything happens around my house, I jump and I fix it, right? Because it's just my nature. My background is, you know, 25, 26, 27 years of contracting world. In, in, in my mind, is wired like this. Like, wait, is there, is there a, 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 a father figure in the house? Is there a man in that house that can take care of things? Who's the man? Is it the he or is it the she? Can they change a light bulb? Well, maybe not. Well, I change my own light bulbs. I'm not going to go change your light bulb. And because I won't do that, I'll hire somebody that will because I'm not doing it. You know? Yeah. It, it, and I discovered very early on that I don't want to be a landlord. I don't want to be a landlord. You know, I had I had uh, one of our tenants called and said, um, the water heater went out. And we fixed it one time, and it went out a second time. And I told him, dude, I don't have time to come by uh, till Thursday. This is happening on Monday. He's like, you're going to leave me these days without hot water, you know, for me and my kids. And I'm like, you know what, dude? I'm going to come by. I'm going to bring you a brand new one. You install it and never call me again. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, deal. <laughs> so I went and bought him a brand new one. <laughs> and I had him sign a waiver and no charge, no nothing, like no no back charge on, on the rent after the fact. Um, we wrote it up really quick. I told him, this is a, well, I want you to understand what I'm writing. I want you to sign it off. You get a new heater. Don't ever call me again about the heater. He said, okay, cool. <laughs> Done deal, dude. Like, <laughs> that's, funny. That, that's the way I landlord, right? <laughs> so I don't have the patience. I don't have the time. And I figured I can't give everybody new water heaters every time they call me. I'm better off handing that task off to someone else. Yep. Right? It's just math. It's just numbers. So some people are want to be in the business and they don't want to be landlords. Some people want to be in the business and they don't want to look for leads. Some people want to be in the business. Check this out. Some people want to be in the business, want to reap the benefits of the business, and don't want to do anything in the business. Yeah, I've had partners like that where they just think that, you know, they can come in and collect the check at the end of the deal. In the meantime, all the problems. They, yeah, they, they didn't deal with any other stuff. They didn't show up. They didn't even walk the property. They didn't do any of the above. But they know there's a check waiting at the end and they want a fair share in their mind. Their fair share doesn't equate to your fair share. Yeah. Right? Their fair share. Their fair share is 50 50. Yeah, My fair yeah. share on that option is like probably 20. 80. I mean, who is doing the work? Right. So managing that. You have, to, you have to understand what your identity is in the business, what your role is in your business to be able to keep things straight and you can become profitable in the business. You know? So, for example, 
uh, we're working on a on a lead right now, Steve and I, where he invited me to look into it being a tax defaulted property. Yeah, that's what it started out as. Right? Should he had, if he would have ever told me it was a probate at the beginning, I would have probably told you no. I probably wouldn't have even taken the call. <laughs> Seriously. But then we started discovering all these different things. And we're like, oh, shit. I think we, you know, we we find out one new thing every time we, we come yeah, across, right? Every time we come across. Yeah, every time we, after, after a conversation, then we find out exactly what she didn't. She, what she didn't say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, in, in uh, our conversations with her the other day, I told her, you know, so-and-so, please tell us everything that you've left out. Yeah. You know, just be black and white with us. And she still failed to. Yep. Right? But some sellers do that, and it's okay. It's part of the game. But the whole point is, had I known it was a probate, I would have never engaged. Because my investor ID... Doesn't allow me to engage in those type of scenarios, right? Especially with all the encumbrances this one came with. Yeah, tell me about it. To some people, it just doesn't make sense. You know, you're going to put all the all the work in to make twenty grand, or are you going to wholesale it to make twenty grand? This podcast is sponsored by Become an Investor. Here at Become an Investor, we believe in you and your unique potential. We're a community of like-minded individuals, all working a path towards financial independence. We're about empowering you to take control of your financial future. Well, how? Well, most of us got started with foreclosure leads, and you now can too. Follow the link in the show notes below, and for a limited time, you can get our foreclosure ebook. With that, we'll also send you up to 10 free leads in your local area. So get those leads. Get this book so you too can get started on your path to living life by design. Now back to the podcast. Right, <laughs> I mean, so it, it's it's a numbers game, but it's it's first and foremost identifying, understanding the processes, and then picking which one it is that you want to work right. with. And you know what? As you're saying that, I'm I'm looking at what uh, Bruce, Mr. Bruce, our producer, sent us. You know, and and it's this whole thing about um, the different what, what do we call them uh, uh, gurus, right? Mm-hmm. Say, you know, one says. I don't want to drop their names because I don't want to have anything come against us, but right. Like don't buy a house. The other guru says, buy a house. The other one says wholesale, you know, and then wholesale a house. And then another one says, use FHA. The other one says, don't use FHA house is a liability. No house is an asset. The thing with that is, um, you, you know, this is where people get so confused and tied up and, and lost right before they even start the business. Yeah. You know, they got all these people saying all these different things in their ear and, and social media blows it up all over the place. They don't even know where to start. Yeah. They don't even know which way to go. And like my business and, and my specialty is, is manufactured mobile homes. And funny enough, it's just, I like them. You know, I like dealing with them. I like the business. I like how, um, I like the margins. Um, but most importantly, it's, it's just different. It's a different kind of beast. Now, are the problems the same? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But they're different problems. Yeah. Right? Um, but I didn't wait for somebody to tell me, oh, do this or do that. I found what I liked, and I ran at it 110%. You, you became know? good at it. And became very good at it. But you right? laser-focused your energy in that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now, doing you know, real property, which you know, isn't something that we're strangers to, it's just a little different putting that hat on, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, that's outside mm-hmm. of my identity. Right? Yeah. That's what I was saying. Had I known it was like you, if had I known it started out, if we would have started out as a probate, then I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have gotten involved with it because that's more than I would want to deal with, you know what I mean, from, from the investor ID perspective as well. Right, you know? right. But is it great learning experiences? 100%. Yeah. You know? I think everything that you say there, it's a, it, 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 there is one thing people doesn't understand either. Um, it's our strategies, right? So yep. it, it needs you understand where you are on your life right now. For people that it's just starting, I start my first thing I did was a wholesale because I need it. You know, first mm-hmm. I need to learn the strategies. Second, I need the money to keep 
keep on moving, you know. So those, you need to understand what stage of your life you are, what's your needs right now, and what you can do. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because I, on the same, you know, on the same time, I also run in a, with another property that I want to hold myself, but what I didn't understand by that moment was I was still not on the uh, on the time of my life to hold anything. I was still on the time to wholesale because I need to, you know, have more profit coming, more 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 money coming in than I could put it out to just hold on that moment. So that it, it's it's your identity. It's probably going to change when you're on the different or another level of, or, or another stage of your investor life. Of course. That it's one thing that people doesn't also understand. And I almost got pissed because I could not hold that property and blew everything out. It was just like, damn, I want it, you know. But <laughs> you need to understand that. And it's hard. For some people, it's going to be really hurtful when they see that they are not there yet. Yeah, yeah, and and that's very important to to point out, and I'm glad you did because, uh, you know, you're you're absolutely right. Some people, everybody wants to uh, hold property. It's easy to get greedy on this. Uh, thing, yeah, you know, <laughs> everybody wants to hold property, but are you there yet? Yeah. Right, and and you, you like you said it yourself in the season of life you're in. So say you come into uh, life. Uh, in, not into life, right? You come into the business and in life you're deeply in debt. And then you figure if I learn real estate investing and I score a deal, I can get out of debt. I know a lot of people that have gotten into the business just to make money to pay their debt, you know? And then once they pay their debt, they're done. And then they go on and venture into something else. But long-term, if you're in the business for the long term, the beauty of this business is you can always reapply old strategies that you learned, mm -hmm. right? Reapply old identities that you had to fit the deal that you're working with, right? And like, for instance, this property that uh, we're talking about, it could be a wholesale. We could just wholesale that property. When? Well, you can wholesale the property only after it's done with probate not during probate, right? Only after it's done with probate. Um, some people get desperate because probate can take a long time. Might not be their field. They might need the money now. They so might what? need the money now, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, some people don't care and they're like, oh, whenever it comes, it comes. So, you know, it, it's true what you're saying. It The season you're in, when you get into the business... Or the season you're in when a deal comes to the table is also a very critical point in conjunction with creating that identity. Yeah. What is your, you know, how you're going to assess the property, what it's your strategy and your exit strategy. That's what I learned when I was on that, on that phase. What, okay, so what it's really my identity right now what's it really my exit strategy right yeah. it's not even just how do you acquire the property but what can i do and how how real can i really be with me and you know i don't like that part <laughs> so but it's reality you need to work with reality right and and i and i think that you know when you're first starting in this business you're, you're not going to have an identity i think that's one of the things that you know, those listening right. out there, the newbies, don't, don't, don't let this conversation scare you saying, oh, you need to walk in with an identity. No, this is, this is something you're going to grow into and you're going to start to learn that as you find and, and understand different strategies, right? Different acquisition strategies and different exit strategies. So, you know, one of the things I, I just wanted to say was like, hey guys, don't, you know, don't get scared of this because you don't know what your identity is. It, it takes a little bit of time, right? You will find that once you start educating yourself and getting active in the business right so just you know listeners don't be scared <laughs> yeah it's acquiring properties and exiting strategies like that it's what's going to really put one an id for whoever it's starting what where 
are you right now in your life? So right. that is going to be a great point to just to start for whoever is starting. I think it's just a great point to understand because everything that you say, you know, buy five units, six units, you know, start with one unit, wholesale, everything it's acquiring in it flies over their head. Yeah. I mean, don't even worry about that. Exactly. The reality is where are you at? Exactly. Right. right. So, exactly. Yeah. But, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's the same thing that we say all the time, though. Don't wait around. You got to take action. You got to start learning. You got to get in the business. You got to, you know, don't, don't, don't read this, this post that, you know, we were talking about, and then you're going to get stuck, right? Analysis paralysis before you even get started. You're stuck before you even get started, you know? Just get out there, find a good community, become an investor, um, find good education with, become an investor. Riverside. <laughs> <laughs> um, but just come, just get started, right? Don't let the fear hold you from, you know, achieving your goals and your dreams, right? Um, and then, like I said, you will find your identity and you will get good at what it is you're focused on. Yeah, absolutely, man. You know, and and the cool thing about the, in the this business in particular that I that I like after being in so many businesses is. Uh, I guess the people that I'm connected with in this business understand that the business is just a vehicle. Yeah. It's not the end of everything. It's just a vehicle to get you to your next opportunity. Or it, it could be an ever driving vehicle that can get you to your next best opportunities. Right. Uh, today I, I drove out to LA, had lunch with a couple of colleagues and we're planning out starting right now, sketched out today, as a matter of fact, sketched out our next business plan, uh, which we cannot launch until July, 2026. Right. I mean, we're, we're barely going to enter into 2024, but we're already pre-planning what we know is going to happen in 2026 in a different business venture. And it's, it's crazy to, to just, to me, it's interesting how I met these individuals through the same, uh, being in the same business, in the same battlefield of real estate investing. People that wanted to get out of where they were at, they knew that they needed further resources to help them get out of the, where they were at. And now, they, and, and now we're heading to things that we probably could have never achieved on our own. But now you bring like-minded minds together that have resources and then plan out something what 2024 2025 2026 two two years, years ahead of ourselves we have two years to plan it out and make it real life it's to me it's like wow you know i'm i'm with the right people i'm doing it with the right people everybody has the same vision and we know it's going to take time but it's planning. It's planning. We can't wait for the train to start blowing the horn before it gets here. You know, we got to be where we are the train. Right. So in the business, it's the same thing. If people don't have a plan of what they want to do in real estate investing, just set a dream far and ahead of you and know that if you stay the course in the business of real estate investing, it will give you the means and the resources to achieve your dreams. And it doesn't have to be to flip a house, right? It could just lead you to someone who has a connection to whatever you want to do that is maybe moving their money in real estate investing at the time. You bump you bump into them, and it happens to be that they're in line with what you want to do. Connections. Just yep. connections. Yep. Right? So, Junior, you're yep. so quiet over there, man. <laughs> I know. It's a first. <laughs> <laughs> Thoughts. Uh, find your identity, really. Uh, I had to find mine in my business. You know, um, you can't go out there and buy every shoe you find and be like, I'm going to make a profit. Maybe reselling isn't your thing. Maybe cleaning's your thing like me. I'm steering away from reselling right now. I'm going towards cleaning full time. Really? And it's about finding what you're passionate about, finding something that you're, you know, you know you're going to be able to stick to. With you guys, it's, like you said, you don't like probates. Uh, I know my dad likes foreclosures. That's your identity. My identity is, like, 
cleaning, helping people. I, I like I like returning the shoe back and seeing their face light up because you know what? They haven't seen their shoe like that since the day they bought them. Yeah. That's something I, I get out and something I like about my business. And that's why that's my identity now. Reselling is cool. Yeah, whatever, right? They get a new shoe. But there's nothing like seeing someone, their face light up because of like, some people, that's their only shoe. And to see it come back to life, it's like, yeah. they're happy. And it's like, it makes me feel better seeing them happy like that, knowing I I was able to do that for them. It, it, it's, it's interesting you say that. Our last conversation with Diane, right, was I told her, I promise you next time we meet, we're going to create a smile on your face. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Because every time we go there, we make her cry. Yeah. And it's not that we make her cry. It's just that she, some some of the information she's withheld, you know, praying to the Lord that nobody finds out. In real estate investing, you can't hide anything. It's all going to come out. It's going to come out, right? So her mind is like, if I don't say it, nobody will see it, Right. But then we've been doing our due diligence and discovering so many different things, and half of the stuff she didn't know of, she wasn't aware of, of it. All those, um, those uh, liens, fifteen liens against 15 the house. Liens. She wow. didn't know. She didn't know about this, right? But yes, the the smile on her face and bright brightening her her day up a little is still to to. Uh, take place, right? Mm-hmm. It's yet to take place, but it's going to happen because, you know, I figured we're in the business of buying monkeys and buying monkeys off of people's backs. There you go, right? And and uh, uh, for her right now, she's in a deep, in a deep depression, in a deep hole, in a in a deep financial burden that she has absolutely no control over, right? She's lost grip, absolute grip of everything, and she's got no way out. So now with the way we're structuring things is we're helping her not only solve her problem, but we're helping her find her identity, right? Now, yep. Because now she's now because she's getting that burden off her back, now she wants to get into her, back into her art. Yeah. Remember she said that? Yep. She said she wants to drive around and sell her artwork. In fact, last time we were there, she had... Created a couple of paintings, right? Right. Her hands were all blue, but yeah. She's pumped about it. She is. She's pumped about it. Which is cool. Like, she can't wait till she creates the next piece that she can tell, that she can sell, and she's going to be able to tell the one that was was created in the darkness of the day and the one that was created in the brightness of the night, right? Because it's just the energy she's carrying right now. So even even helping her find her true identity is is fulfilling. Yes. And in this business, you still make money doing it. That's the cool part, right? Yep. Yeah. But this is what we say all the time, right? We don't we don't buy properties. We don't, we not necessarily buy. We we we're solution providers, right? Is what we are, right? And she has a ton of problems that we're dealing with and bunch of solutions for. And it's not easy for us, you know, the visits, the inspection, you know, coming up and right. stuff like that. Um, but that's part of the deal at the end of the day, right? Um, so, yeah, I mean, the last conversation I had with her, at least it was a little bit of a smile because we were able to get the permit, right, for the inspection and everything else. So that made her real happy, mm-hmm. um, which was kind of cool because I can hear it over the phone, you know. Yeah. But overall, I mean, it, it's... This is an interesting case, right? Yeah. It's definitely an interesting case. But, hey, you know what? Fun, you know, it's also fun doing what we do. You know, right. and uncovering all these different things and finding people dead or alive and <laughs> all that stuff. Man. And no joke, because there's there's so much tied to this property. It's, it's oh, man, it's funny. I, I mean, it's after the fact it will be, right? Cause, but dealing with it and having to with all the issues with, you know and her emotions and stuff it kind of sucks you know but right i mean you know i i don't know if it's this book but i remember we have a chapter um and at the beginning of the chapter it says dead men 
can't st- can't tell stories. Dead men don't tell stories. You I know, think it's prospecting. Yeah, it, and it's the prospecting book. So in 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 this case, that applies. Yeah, <laughs> there's a dead individual that can't tell a story, can't hold up their story, and that's a game changer. Yeah, that's uh, that's a huge game changer, right? But anyways, we don't want to get off track here. Um, what what's uh what what's a, a tip a tip to just to help people identify or clear up exactly what the identity uh, trajectory should be or, or when should they expect it or, you know, not not come into the business and have a mid, midlife crisis. <laughs> <laughs> I think all in all, you know, I, I was saying this earlier, just get started, you know, get started, get start, start getting educated, start getting active, start being around uh, individuals who are doing the business so you can feed off of them, right? Like, I, I feed off of you guys all the time. I get an idea of, okay, well, you know, you're working that, you're working this. Oh, I don't like Daniela's deals sometimes because, you know, she deals with probate stuff, right? And I was like, oh, you know, we would have just thrown that at her, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but then I hear some of the stuff that you do, and, and, and I really like your style of, of creativity. It's like I try to apply that in my deals, right? Mm-hmm. And in fact... Um, because of some of the stuff that, you know, we've talked about, I've applied that. That's how I got this lead because I was so successful at getting creative with her friend who called us for this. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you got to find people that, that, that are like-minded. You got to find some people that, that are doing the things that you want to be doing of course, and that you can feed off of. Yeah. You know, so absolutely. That's my advice is, you know, get out well, there. I would say stay real on the, on the stage of your life, that's going to help you 100% be real to yourself. Mm-hmm. Always, you know, uh, understand where you are right now. Understand that's not, if you're really going to be active on real estate, it's probably not where you're going to end. And hopefully you're going to work yourself up on the scales and your identity is going to change. Just This is just where you start. I understand identity. It is something that might not be beautiful, or but it's going to cover your needs today. And this is the reality check that everybody needs to go through. So be real to yourself and don't discourage yourself because the outcome can change with the next deal. It's very simple. So changed, uh, so much change, and your identity. As an investor, it's going to change like as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Like, as, like the seasons. Know, as it right. goes. Yeah. Right. Like the yeah. seasons. Yeah. As far as like when you're going to find your identity, I don't think you can put a time frame or timeline to that. It's something that's just going to come when you're ready. You have to try a little bit of everything. Find out what you like. Find out what you're passionate about, something that makes you happy doing. And you'll like you'll wake up one day and be like, I found my identity now. This, this, and that, that's what I like. And now you have your identity. But like Daniela said, it can change. Circumstances, different things, your identity can change. But don't wait. Don't be like, oh, th- I need to be in three weeks. Now I'm going to find it. No. It, like, explore. Explore a little bit. Try a little bit of everything. And you'll find that you find your identity. Yeah. You know what's not ever going to change? What is that? Everything that you learn today. Whatever you learn on the first stage, second stage, that identity, it's going to be on you because that is your knowledge. So that is something that everyone should be just proud to, you know, keep <laughs> nurturing on yourself. That knowledge that you're gaining today, that is going to come back and forward in every kind of identities. What you're learning today, you might, you know, using 20 years from now, but that it's yours. Nobody can take it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. Experience never expires, man. Exactly. You know, that's a hundred percent. But yeah, you know, uh, to uh, Junior's uh, comment, it's it's uh, he's absolutely right. You know, everything's gonna. You took me into the space of when I tried uh, uh, short sales, when I tried probate, when I tried to tax defaulted properties. And then what were the key components that made me get out of that? When I tried manufactured homes, what was the key 
uh, denominator that made me get out of that, that told me that this is not you. This is not you. This is not you. This is not you. Right. And I focused on pretty much foreclosures and vacant homes. And that's it. And and that is um, that has given me that has given me the skills to, in this case, probate, deal with the probate like whatever. It's 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 easy, super easy. But at the beginning, I didn't like it. It doesn't mean I like it now. Nothing's changed. Right. (laughs) Or tax defaulted properties. Nothing's changed. But if if I come across one, I'm not going to let go of an opportunity only because I don't like it. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like my, my, my son said the other day, oh, I have to go to school after their one week off of Thanksgiving. Like, I don't want to go to school. And I told him, guess what, buddy? I got to get up and I don't want to get up. <laughs> you know, but you want to eat, right? He's like, yeah, okay, well, guess what, dude? I don't feel like going and getting up. <laughs> You know, just to feed you. But I have to do it. He's like, okay, I'll get up. So sometimes we have to do things we don't like doing. Yep. Mm-hmm. But it goes It goes then again, are you, are you feeding yourself or are you feeding your business? Two very different entities. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? So you got to protect your business. You got to protect your business. And if what you don't like doing outside of your identity in business works for the business, do it. I know I do, and it pans out, right? It doesn't change my character. It doesn't change who I am as an individual. But we have to connect them to some things that we don't like in efforts to keep our business growing and being more successful. Called life. Yep. Called yep. life. So, yeah, it was a great night uh, tonight, guys. I think we jumped around a couple of different topics here and didn't really uh, – uh, uh, circle around one main thing, but sometimes we're loony like that. That's what we do sometimes, right? <laughs> life is life. Life is life. <laughs> That's it. But hey, if you guys, uh, you know, you want to learn more about how to find your identity or want to get started in real estate investing, come check us out. Hit us up at uh, com. Got to throw in all the three W's to make sure you don't miss us. You can hit us up on Facebook. Five stars, Instagram, Instagram, TikTok. You can find us on all social media. And if you want to ask us a question, hit us up at info at becomeaninvestor.com. And, uh, you know, we're happy to help you out. And you know what? Hit the five stars like Danny said. You know you like our content. Share and... and, and, and share is scary. That's it. <laughs> right on, Share and... and, and Share. Right on, guys. Have a good night. Have a good night. Have a good night.